Ali new co-host. Welcome to the Talking Over podcast. I'm Khalees Harris. And I'm Jelly Frigo. And today is July 18th. Episode 6. Episode 6. Crazy. How do you feel? It's good. Good. I'm sad it's season one's coming in, but it's 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 coming. It is coming for sure. Who we got today? Kateri Poole Let's from go. LSU. Let's go. She was recently playing at Ohio State, but she just transferred to LSU. Um, basketball. It's, it's basketball. Yes, basketball. Um, she's super duper excited to start her new chapter at this new school. Based off of what we've heard so far, she is ready. Mm-hmm. Has already started the grind. Yes. And we can't wait till you hear more about her. Her her uh, her story is nice. Truly inspiring. No, it's inspiring me. Her mindset is pretty it's pretty strong. Especially at a young age. She's only eighteen. Sure. So that mindset is um definitely a, a changer. Yeah. I agree. So thanks for listening. Shout out to Terry. Hope you guys enjoy this one. Thank you. More out. And today we are here with Kateri Poole from Louisiana State University. Let's go. Yeah, that's so tough. Sorry. Can you tell us a little about yourself? I'm a junior here at LSU. I transferred from Ohio State University this year. Um, I'm from the Bronx, New York. Uh, class of 2023, I want to say. I'll be graduating next fall. So that's exciting and um, lucky to be here. Yeah. So when did you like pick up a basketball? When did you start falling in love with basketball? So my dad, he played for a while and I used to always go with him to his little tournaments or like if he was going to watch games at the gym. So he said around like three, four, I picked up a ball, but mm-hmm. I didn't put like physically pay, play um organized basketball until I want to say third grade, maybe. What part of New York did you live in? Was it like a a safe neighborhood or was it uh not really one I grew up in the Bronx um I lived with my mom and my dad for about 10 years before they split and then my dad was um back and forth from the Bronx in Harlem um so like where I live in the Bronx was a good neighborhood I don't know about now uh, things have changed but Harlem Harlem has always been diverse with um you know the whites, the blacks, as people would say, but I just, I just think of everybody as a whole, you know, if you're not, if you don't mess with anybody, you're not going to get messed with. That's just how it is in New York. And um, I wouldn't say it's a bad area because everywhere is bad. And I just think that it's the people in the area that make situations bad or, you know, the neighborhood bad. But I think um, whether there was good or bad around me, my family raised me right. And I think that was the main thing. So you're considered um, the best high school basketball player in New York and number 20 overall prospects in the class of 2020. So, like, how do you feel about being considered as one of the best players and having all the eyes on you during that process? Um, So I don't really think about stuff like that because, you know, once you get to college, rankings don't really matter. And um, all of that high school stuff was fun. But, you know, you're playing against girls that are – older than you six years maybe even seventh years and you know it's just a learning process but I mean you know you always got to live up to that to that status that they put you in but at the same time I let my game speak for myself and um I think that's the main the main thing for me 
So I kind of want to rewind a bit to, I know that we're present now and you're at a new school, but um, I saw that uh, you won the Big Ten championship at Ohio State University. And I just want to know how that felt like in the moment of winning. So, so we, we were tied with Iowa for the good, for um good season, like our record and stuff. And we had to beat Iowa. We ended up beating them. And then um, we had to beat Michigan State. And going into that game, it was at Michigan State. So it was like, it was, I think it was their senior night. It was a whole lot of stuff. And it was like, you know, I already had an up and down season with injuries. Mm-hmm. I had sprained my AC joint. I had a concussion. Like I, it was just really flip floppy. So at that point, I wasn't locked in with myself, but I knew my team wanted it. Mm-hmm. So I'm a team player, like 100%. Whether if I'm having a bad day or not, I'm going to make my teammates better. So I knew my teammates wanted it, you know, and we didn't know if we were going to win that game or not, but we all knew that we were going to play hard together. Right. So while doing that, we ended up getting on the plane and we won the game and I think I hit about two clutch threes. We had a, fr- a freshman that hit like a couple layups and rebounds. I just, it was a good team win, but you know, it felt good in the moment because we did it together. Like I helped my teammate win this game that they wanted. And when we got on the plane, we were up in the air. I think we got like an hour left in the flight. They're like, all right, everybody jumping on the plane. I wake up. I'm like, we're in the air. Like, what are you doing? And they're like, we, we, we're regular season champs. I'm like, sit down <laughs> like we can die like what yeah. are you doing but I mean, it was a good feeling because it was a good feeling it was a um collective win and I think that's what mattered the most I really admire your mindset like your mindset yeah. um and like how like I'm... I was just like my next thing was going to be like um you were named uh 2021 uh big 10 all freshman team and I feel like your response is just going to be like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't yeah. talk about it. I'm talking like, about the now. I did it yeah. with my team or like the present. Yeah, but- I didn't really. Freshman year was cool. I mean, like I, I, I'm, I'd say it in the most humblest way. Like I did that in six games. Like I didn't start playing freshman year until the last six games. Mm-hmm. Right. So if I was able to do that in six games, like, you know what I'm saying? Just imagine what I could have did if the coach was really bought in with me. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it wasn't more of a self thing. Like, of course, everybody wants those achievements, like woman player of the year and like best basketball player. But, but I, what I care about is my team getting better. And they recognize that. How do you push your teammates to get better? Let's say one of your teammates is um, they're down. They're having a bad day. They're down. How do you pick your teammates up and push them practice? All that stuff. OK, well, that's tricky because some teammates don't like talking right so like if 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 I'm down nobody can deal with me only yeah. I can deal with myself mm-hmm. but I know it'll take one joke for me to start laughing whereas my teammate if it's if it's a teammate that I know is not really strong and I can't come on man you stronger than that blah 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 they're not going to react the same way as if my other teammate would get on me mm-hmm. so there's times where you know you got to let people go throughout the motions and then talk to them afterward like hey you're not alone but other other times where you just gotta let them figure it out themselves because you don't want to be that burden also. Yeah. Were your goals always to play D1 basketball? So no. If I knew 10 years ago 
if I knew 10 years ago that AAU basketball would put me in this position, I'd probably never play a day in my life just because I it's just like you know, you're doing it for fun, it wasn't like you knew all of this, yeah. but I don't think it really hit me until my sophomore year of high school when like I started, I think that's September 1st when you start getting them calls and it's like, all right, South Carolina's calling me, like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you're, I was 14, 15 at the time, like, you know, dealing with this stuff on my own. And I'm like, all right, well, I mean, I'm good. I can go D1. But once I got there, if I probably would have started out here, I don't know what would have happened. I'm glad that I went to Ohio State because it shaped me as a person for the good and bad. It, it, the bad happened there, and I came out of that situation and look at me now. Like, if you guys were to have this conversation with me about last year, I probably wouldn't even be able to answer it how I'm answering it, real, like real talk. Um, but I just feel like, and this goes back to God, God puts you in certain positions to see how you get through it, and that's what he did for me. That's awesome. Do you want to um go to the WNBA? I think you already asked that. Did I? No, I asked it. No, nah, you didn't. Oh, my fault. Um, How you asked that in the beginning? <laughs> oh, my fault. I actually don't want to play in the WNBA. I want to go overseas just because of money. And um, I think that's where most women should go. I would I would love to get drafted. That's definitely a, a, a dream of mine. But Oh, going to the league, no. Wow. That's a good answer. That's, mm-hmm. that's the first one. Well, we're the first woman, but that's a good answer. So you got goals. You got big goals. Got a lot of goals. How do you keep track of your goals? Like, do you have monthly goals or yearly goals? Like, how do you keep in track of your goals? So I have my godfather. He's um he's not necessarily my manager, but, like, he's someone that I um confide in a lot and, like, when NIL came out, he was the main one helping me build my brand. So he helped me, I think for my 16th birthday, he made me a website. And I had a talk with someone about five years ago talking about making a website and how that's going to help me in life. And now that NIL came out, a lot of people go to my website to see how I'm branding myself and how I'm doing these things and all of this. So I think as 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 a person goals come and go for sure you could say something in the morning like hey i i want to make sure i finish this gallon of water and you know something pops up you got dinner you drinking soda you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so it's like you can set a goal but the is the goal to meet that goal or do it somewhat so i think i think just balancing it between time and and focusing is just the main thing as well what kind of NIL um, deals do you have? Um, I had a few. I had a boba deal. I had a car deal. Hey. I had um, Grubhub hit me up. DoorDash hit me up. Hub. I just did some deal. I just got a jeweler out here. Hey. So I'm into like jewelry and mm. stuff like that. Um. So I, I got a I got a couple deals. I'm not gonna lie. That's, that's impressive. Awesome. I'm sure you have your days because everyone does. Yeah, a couple of those. And speaking Rob, of speaking of that, like, how do you get through those days? Um, when you're just feeling down and you can't seem to pick yourself up. Um, 
a lot of self-reflecting. Um, so like if I'm angry or like if I need to talk, I call my mom. My mom's really, she's a great listener. And sometimes she, you know, like some moms, you'll tell her something and then it's like, oh, well, you should have did this. No, my mom is very chill, laid back. Um, she's my friend before my mother in a way. And um, just knowing that I could talk to her about anything helps because I can call her mad about my girlfriend. <laughs> she'll just let me go off for two hours and not yeah. say anything. And then she'll hit me with the, okay, well, did you eat? you know just making sure that I'm okay like yeah. so I think just knowing that I can talk to my mother instead of looking her at her as a mother figure mm-hmm. helps me a lot Damn, that's really good that's awesome healthy I'm gonna like en- I'm gonna like end it but I'm not really gonna end it if you know what I mean okay what did I ask you what did you want to say no I'm good Positive. is that my saying your name right Kater- yes Kateri. Kateri, thank you so much for being on the podcast. We really appreciate it. This is a great conversation. I know I will enjoy it. Yes, it's been real. Thank you guys for having me. It was great talking to you guys. There's a lot of people entering the transfer portal. Is the how's that like process entering the portal? Um, I think it's more mental than anything. It's uh you know, you can either, you know, talk to your coaches about it. You can talk to compliance, you know, just having that support and just knowing that you're not alone will uh, help your decision. And um, from my understanding, a lot of people go into the portal knowing or having an idea of where they want to go. So it's easier in a way. But um, not to knock the girls that, you know, just haven't been able to pick up a school or um, been able to get the the, the opportunities that they're looking for. Um, you know, it's just like you said, there's a lot of girls in the portal. So it's kind of hard. What made you want to uh, transfer from Ohio State? Um, I think I just wanted to seek new opportunities. Um, it wasn't nothing about, you know, the, the school or, you know, the environment itself. I love my teammates. Um, I love the program. I love everything about Columbus. But I just, you know, I just wanted a new opportunity to be able to, you know, seek my full potential as, a, as, a, as an athlete. Right. So you're on campus right now, so you guys are doing preseason, right? Yes. How's that going? Um, it's been cool. I got out here last Thursday, so I just been getting accustomed to um the southern life and southern hospitality and stuff like that. Um, my teammates are cool. Love my coaches. Uh, I've been acclimated with my classes and stuff. So you know, I'm just uh, I'm really locked in right now, and it's a great feeling. Any? Do you have any goals for your upcoming season? Um, I think everybody has the same goal, whether you know you go to the same school as me or not. It's it's a ring, but um. You know, I just want to make my teammates better, and I want to become a better player overall on and off the court. It's um, I got goals in life. I want to get my degree next year, um, go for my master's, and, you know, whether or not basketball is my next step after college, um, I'm going to use my degree to get me where I want to go. Yeah. What's your major? I'm a psych major and a communication minor. What are you trying to do? I want to become a clinical or a sports psychologist, but I do like – talking a lot and I know basketball has given me opportunities to meet a lot of people so you know just not broadcasting but just being able to take my communication skills to another level would help me as well that's cool so I know I was talking to a lot of athletes and we were talking about how the COVID season had a big like mental impact on a lot of athletes I just want to know how that COVID season had a if it did have a mental impact on you so going into my freshman year at Ohio State um COVID hit that March 
So it was kind of hard. I didn't have a lot of resources or um, access to getting into the gym and stuff like that. So I had became super overweight going into college. So it was like a setback for me. But that year, it was like my mentality had changed because it was more fun. Like I was in college now that, you know, COVID kind of died down in a way, but not as as like as it should have. Yeah. But, um, you know, it, it looking back as a junior to my freshman year, even my sophomore year, I think I'm more dedicated to myself and, and everything that I came to college for than anything. Was there like a time or a moment when you when you kind of like woke up and was like, dang, like I like want, as you just said, like you're finally dedicated to like yourself and whatnot. What motivated you to have that type of mindset? I mean, I've had people in my life, you know, telling me, um, you know, you, you look like this, you look like that. But, you know, it, it sounds different coming from people that you talk to every day rather than coming from somebody that you, you don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think it took somebody from, um, not one of my old AU coaches, but a mentor in my life to tell me and just knowing that they cared, it just showed me, you know, like I was put, like you said earlier, they they had me named as one of the best high school players in New York, but I wasn't acting like one of those, you know what I'm saying? So it kind of, it took me until I want to say this year, March Madness, when we played LSU, mm -hmm. I knew for a fact that I didn't want to be at that school anymore. So what was I going to do to help me get where I wanted to go? And if I wasn't doing it for my coach at the time, I was going to do it for myself. Do you have anyone uh, like in your life, like family, close friends that really push you? Because I know like a lot of times people don't have people to push them. But if you do, do you have someone that pushes you and you know gives you motivation daily? Um, I mean, I know it sounds cliche, like my family, my mom, you know, but it's really my siblings. Um, my little brother, he looks up to me a lot. My little sister, she adores me. And um, they're four and three or five and three. Yeah, five and three. And, um, you know, just knowing that I'm an idol at such a young age for them, just it, it helps me go on. That's awesome. Do you have uh, inspiration yourself uh, growing up? NBA, WNBA, who did you look up after? I really looked up to White Chocolate, Jason Williams. He was a very flashy guard. Yeah. He kind of had a little New York in him, but he wasn't really from there. And um, WNBA, I look up to Epiphany Prince. So, like you said, you um, that COVID year, you gained a lot of weight, and then you came into having to come into losing the weight. So how did you – what did you do to lose that weight? I know people, like, they eat certain things or they work out, but what, did, what was your, like, daily routine? So my thing, I had became really depressed. And once I became depressed, it was like whether I was eating or not, or I was eating a lot. And um, it was about the extra work. In college, you know, you guys are there, whether whatever level, level it is, you got to put in the work yourself. So it was times where, like, I would stay extra and just go meet up with my trainer and, you know, get on the bike for a couple more minutes after after practice or go meet with the nutritionist and make sure I'm hitting those daily limits and making sure I'm putting the right things in my body. But at the same time, it was a lot of just focusing on myself and breathing. Breathing was one. Meditating was another and praying. I think praying took a lot of all of me and dedicating my life to God was a way as well. Yeah, definitely. I definitely felt that one. I'm trying to find my uh, chase with God. And one thing about it is just having hope and faith do you have any um like words of encouragement for kids trying to, you know, just have that fire with God and just keep going? 
Um, I mean, so as I've gotten older, I've realized a lot of people don't have personal relationships with God. And I mean, I'm not one to judge at all. You know, people have their own beliefs, but I just, if you don't, if you're not doing it for anybody else, just do it for the people up in the sky. And that's my, that's my, that's my motto. And um, I think God has helped me stick to that motto because he, he walks with me every day. So that's, that's the main thing for me. Well, that sounds good. I, like I really that. like that. That's going to stick with me, I think. Really? That's crazy. Yeah. How do you take people's perspective and like just throw it out the window and not uh, listen to what they have to say? So I think, you know, people are always going to judge. And um, I don't think that sexuality or preferences take away from a person, especially if they hold themselves to a higher standard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just knowing that people in life don't appreciate or accept these things are you going to stop doing what you do every day because of these people or are you going to do what you do to make these people feel like assholes you know what I'm saying so it's like I think I block out the negativity because I already put myself in a situation by labeling myself as that you know what I'm saying now if I live up to that it's okay because I already am in that category but if I do what I'm supposed to do, which is play basketball, go get my degree, take care of my family, take care of myself, what else can you say? Right. You can't control what other people say and do. You can only control can what control you what you can control. That's yeah. my problem. I like wanna I wanna be in control of everything. And like we said before, like I'm trying to learn how to let God be in control because when he's in control, like he knows what's best for me. But when I want to be in control, I don't know what's best for me. I just go for anything. Mm. There's nothing wrong with that either. You know, like my thing is tattoos. Like if I, I just had this conversation with um, a friend the other day. Like if I say, if I wake up one morning, hey, I want a tattoo. Nine times out of 10, the next time you talk to me, I'm going to have that tattoo. Because I put my, it put it in my mind already. Yeah. I'm not going to put something up in the air if I'm not going to follow through with it. That's the same way saying, hey, I'm going to go run a mile today. And then I just, I'm playing video games. How are you going to get better? Yeah. But then that takes, that takes the dedication and the discipline that I received after, you know, talking with God and talking with myself and meditating and stuff like that. So it's it's really just a mental thing. How do you have such a, a positive, like mental mindset? Like yeah. what are that, wow, what age were you coming to realization? Like I got to be more like this and I got to be more positive and yeah. I want to say, I've talked to a lot of, there's a lot of older people in my life. So, you know, that I just had a conversation with someone the other day. It's funny. They were talking about how their mom, they want their mom to have phone. And I'm like, she didn't have a phone back in the day. Why does she need one now Mm -hmm. to be in tune with everything that's happening? That can kill her. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not healthy. It's not healthy. It's not healthy at all. So why? The same way as if you're you're watering a dead plant, why keep why keep, try, keep trying to give it life? So I think it's more of a when you find yourself in a way. I like to write. I like to write about my life, about anything that happens. When you find yourself, you start to really build and understand life and reality. And sometimes you know it's scary because life is scary, but. You you find your truth, and that's what means. That's what matters. Wow. So, how do you feel about the upcoming season? You know, you just transferred to LSU. So, how do you feel? I think it's gonna be a great season. Um, we got a lot of young people, a lot, a lot of transfers, and 
you know, I think we're going to be able to just grow together. And um, I, I think being here early in the summer and working with each other and building that team chemistry is going to be really good. We got, you know, we got some seniors, we got some freshmen. So I think um, once our, I mean, our coaches are traveling and stuff, trying to get other players for the next upcoming years. But I think we're all going to be locked in and we all got that one goal. So it's going to be a good year.